0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for your Elon Daily, part of the Talking Tesla podcast. It's May 1st. It's Wednesday, 2019. Our first story is about how much Tesla is worth. So this is an article by Simon Alvarez from Teslarati, and it concerns this dude called Barron, who is the second largest shareholder of Tesla stock. It represents 10.7% of this dude's investing, and he has, you know, a lot of cash, and despite um, sort of the fact that the share price has gone down, after, particularly after the first quarter shareholders reports, he is very bullish on Tesla because he says, first of all, um, Model 3 has a huge amount of demand globally. He notes that there are 90 million cars sold each year across the globe. And a Tesla is about to start its leasing program, and about 60% of cars sold, and I assume in the United States, but maybe this is worldwide, 60% of cars sold are through leases. So the fact that you've got this huge pent-up demand across the world, that 90 million cars are sold per year, that they're about to start a leasing program, he's very excited. He was also very bullish on Elon as a CEO, saying, look, he stays relevant through Twitter, although he gets into lots of trouble, he stays relevant, he's interacting with the audience and this is not something that really many other CEOs do. And in fact, from their point of view, they bought Tesla stock about five years ago when total Tesla sales, get this, when total Tesla sales five years ago were $3.7 billion per year. And in five years, they're now at $21 billion in 2018 and are estimated to do $30 billion in sales in 2018. And 19, so they say that when they bought the shares at 208, now they're like 250. The share price is really lagging behind the business performance. So he only sees upside. In fact, he says by 2030 they expect that Tesla will be worth one trillion dollars. So okay, this guy's got a lot of shares, and so he's bullish because he doesn't want the stock price to go down anymore. But at least there's one person out there that thinks uh, with me that Tesla is going to be just fine. Thank you very much in the years ahead. The next story ladies and gentlemen boys and girls comes from The Virgin. I should say I'm still out of town don't have my proper mic but I did pick up a nice sweet little mic at the Apple Store here in Santa Barbara and this story is from The Verge and it's by John Porter and it's about Tesla solar panels and Tesla as you know they're into solar panels they bought SolarCity a couple of years ago they have dropped from number one in installations across the United States to number three and so to try and get back on top they have slashed prices of their standard electric panels. You know that the solar roof is coming at some time, maybe this year, maybe next year in volume. But now it's really dropped the price of its solar panel. So you can get a 4 kilowatt array for under $8,000, which would put it at just over $1.99 per watt. In fact, in some instances, may bring it down to $1.87 per watt, which would be 38% less than the national average. Let me say that again. 38% less... Than the national average this is a huge drop in price now how are they going to do this well they're standardizing their ordering it's only going to be online it sounds like they're only going to do increments of four kilowatts you can get a four kilowatt system and eight you know 12 and they're going to get the customers themselves to help with the installation like take pictures of uh, the electric meter and the circuit breakers and stuff that normally would require them sending out a tesla representative although i got to tell you that there's already solar manufacturers that are doing that, and Tesla, I think, has been doing that for a while. The solar roof is coming out later, but that's, you know, maybe it's going to come out this year, but I think in volume next year. But they say in this article that Tesla Energy or Tesla Solar was a profitable business last year, whereas the rest of the company, like the uh, Model 3s, lost a significant amount of cashish, So I didn't realize that they're actually profitable, but they want to be- get back on top, and this is the way you do it. The real way to reduce the cost of solar is not so much in the cells anymore. They've dropped so much. The real costs of getting a solar installation is how quick to put it on. It's the people that are putting it on that it's the biggest expense. So if you can put on a solar array in a day, that would drop the price substantially. As I say, the solar panels themselves have dropped so much, it's really the labor that is the big cost currently. The next article we have is from Tesla uh, Teslarati, and it is a fascinating one. It's about SpaceX. It's by Eric Ralph. And according to an official statement, SpaceX's satellite mass production is well underway. In fact, the Starlink satellite system is about to start going up in May. That's like next month, thank you very much, in May. So the FCC just granted them the license to do this. And have the license to deploy the first fifteen hundred and eighty-four satellites. And the big thing that they changed is that they're going to drop the orbit of these satellites down to three hundred and forty miles. So that is super low Earth orbit. And what this allows is them to add more satellites per single Falcon Nine launch. It also reduces the ping, that is the time it takes for you to, so like, hit a website, it to go up to the satellite and to the internet and back to you. It reduces that substantially. So it makes the user experience much better, but some of the numbers are here are extraordinary. They plan on deploying nearly 12,000 satellites. Right now, what do you think the number of satellites roaming around the Earth is? That's right, it's roughly 2,000. So they're actually, just with this one system, going to increase the number of satellites around the planet by nearly a factor of seven. And the other reason that they want to do this super low Earth orbit is that it reduces the chance that they are going to be involved with all the other constellational junk that is up in the air. And they say this is also very safe because as these have about a five-year lifespan, they'll sort of come back to Earth and burn up and everything will be fine, thank you very much. But they really have to get a lot of these satellites up because they have some license agreement with the FCC that allows them to do this. But this all has to be completed, by, I think, by 2027. So they have to put up 12,000 satellites in the next nine years. You know, the hope of this thing, the belief is that once they have all of them up, they'll pretty much cover the entire planet, and Elon has said that he's really hoping to bring fast, reliable internet access to the world. Whether you're in rural Kenya or whether are in New York, you could opt in to use this system and hopefully at a price that will allow low and middle income countries to be able to finally join the rest of the world with fast internet access 24-7, 365, so I, am a, I have a hold great hope for this satellite system, but we shouldn't underestimate how many satellites that is. Seven times all the satellites that are orbiting right now, they're going to have to do in the next nine years. You better own a rocket company or something to make this happen. Uh, oh, that's right. He does. Thank you very much. He does. So that's all we have for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I want to keep it uh, pretty short until I get back into the studio and get the, uh, the better editing equipment and the better mics. So I will speak with you in the morrow. Herbert out.